0: Kentucky Roll Call Podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Do you cheer for a team without a head coach? Is prayer the only way you'll hear your team's name on Selection Sunday? You might be suffering from depression, anxiety, or what we like to call March sadness. Have no fear, Cornbread Hemp is here. Cornbread Hemp's organic, full-spectrum CBD products have just what you need to relieve everyday anxiety. Try our extra strength gummies today. Use the promo code BIGX at checkout and get 30% off your purchase at cornbreadhemp.com. Don't wait to beat the buzzard. Try Cornbread Hemp today.
1: Bueller. 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 <laughs> Good
2: morning! Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. cat Just the cat. Just... Cats.
0: Cats. Cats. Tip. Cats. cats. tip
2: tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown! Touchdown! Kentucky!
3: Touchdown, oh, Kentucky! Victory! Kentucky!
2: Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad,
1: bad girl.
0: Rubbish is buggers over here. Back outside.
1: This is the point where he always hits it. Oh, oh! Aaron Harrison
3: beyond
0: we did it. We beat those British We panisters. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable, what an adorable bunch of people.
2: Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep
0: down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
2: Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. February 23rd, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday game day edition. Good day to beat the Tigers. And I think the Cats are just going to go out there and do just that. Nick
0: Roush, how are you? I'm uh, ready for the Cats to beat the Tigers. But I don't want to wait 14 hours for the game to start. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know how it goes. Late game. It's like, ooh, where can I squeeze in a 30-minute nap today?
1: It's a terrible way to look at it. 14 hours from now. (whistles) Long time.
0: Yeah, that's just the start of the game. Not even the end of it. Not even the end of it. Scoots, how are you today?
1: I'm good. I'm I'm uh I'm tired. I had to call a game last night, so I got home a little late. Um, but I got a normal night's sleep as opposed to a drunk night's sleep, so that was good. Oh, you didn't I, indulge in crab I, and I, wine? I, I feel more refreshed than I did yesterday. <laughs> that's,
2: that's good to that is good to hear. Happy, happy to hear that. Uh, all right, text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. It's game day edition. One of those Wednesday games, which we've talked about. Do you do you like this Roush? Are you do you like the Wednesday game? Do you wish it was last night? Kind of
0: changes up how we do our week a little bit. Well, I'm completely thrown off. But it's what the second to last week of the regular season, right? Yes. Yeah. So at this point, there's no more routine. So screw it. We're here. Might as well roll with it. I did feel a little felt a little off last night. Because I, I was wanting to watch games, and it was just like, eh, slate kind of stinks. Guess I'll watch something else.
2: And I thought it was an all right slate. I, I was interested in the Florida-Arkansas game, which Florida just completely choked. And then exciting game in UConn-Villanova, which, I aye, I had, had UConn minus two and a half, which oh. I was really tempted to do just money line because I've been kind of on, on a little bit of a money line kick. And sure enough, that would have helped. But then even then, did you all see that anybody watched that game?
0: I uh, had a friend tell me what happened to Dan Hurley. I caught the last, what, two
2: minutes or so? So you saw – UConn was down four with like 40 seconds left. Yeah, I saw the whole comeback. one in regulation. Uh, But they hit the shot to go ahead one, and there was like 10, 15 seconds left. It was like, okay, well, the cover's out of the question because – maybe Villanova could come down and miss a shot and foul, so I guess is there enough time to do that? Villanova comes down, they call a foul, a charge. It was a terrible call, which You is, think so? Yeah, I thought it was a bad call.
1: I don't it might have been a bad call. I don't know about terrible. I mean you gotta close. realize
2: I'm anti charge yeah. to begin with. It was pretty so, bang bang though.
1: So they
2: gave UConn a chance to throw it in with, like, three seconds left. They threw it in, got fouled with a second. It was like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be a miracle cover. Down, fo- down four, but really down seven in terms of spread with 40 seconds left, and they're going to they're gonna do it. Guy hits the first one, misses the second one intentionally because there was .2 seconds on the clock. <sighs> Buddy, .2 seconds. They don't have time to get a three off anyways. Just make it. Pad your stats. Every point matters.
1: Yeah, I couldn't believe he chose to miss that. Yeah. But I know people on the other side of it that had Villanova plus two and a half that were real happy.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I actually would have probably bet Villanova, but I've got a buddy that's been on a little bit of a hot streak, and he told me, UConn, I said, all right, I'll listen to you. And it didn't pay off for me, not this time, but that's the way gambling goes. Yeah, Roush, Danny Hurley, tossed.
0: Got kicked out, and um, he got a technical. And then when the crowd started, was like booing, he pumped him up, and they teed him up for pumping up the crowd, ejected him.
2: Ejected him quite literally for pumping up the crowd. No demonstration or hand gestures towards the officials. No words towards the officials. He got the one technical for arguing. That's fine.
0: That happens all the time. And then
2: that that was it. That was over. He is... Pumping up the crowd. He's not out on the floor. He's not where he's not supposed to be, or anything like that. If you haven't seen the video of it, this is as innocent as it gets. He gets tossed. It, it is so bad, Roush. Like, like these people are not good at their jobs. No. And in no other circumstance, this is weirdly the first one that popped in my head. But like, if you got, if you do, you all do the the meal kit
0: services. We we've done them before. Yeah. yeah.
2: We we. Also, we we don't do them regularly, but we'll kind of go in, in stretches. We'll go a few months doing it, a couple months not doing My it. My wife
0: actually, she we keep the cards and yesterday she's like, "All right, we got we're in this we've been making the same thing. Let's just pull some of these out so we're making some of those this w- week." wife is yeah. in
2: a very similar boat. But if if you were doing those and they were sending you the wrong meals, you would change something. You would call them and say, this isn't right. You keep sending me the wrong meals or you'd stop using that service. If they kept sending you meals that were bad or stale or the ingredients weren't fresh, you would not, you, you would fix it. You would not continue to employ that food delivering service for you. Don't know why that's where my mind went. Maybe I'm hungry. I should have <laughs> popped by Thornton's this morning, yeah. but you would stop doing business with that company or demand changes. They just threw out a head coach in the biggest home game that UConn's had probably in the last five years, maybe in the last ten. <laughs> just threw
0: him out. And they threw him out in the first half because he was pumping up the crowd. I mean, if that was the case, Tom Crean could never – Bruce Pearl's career would have ended years ago.
2: It is, it is outlandish, and nothing gets done about it. Nothing fixes, nothing changes, and no, I doubt they'd ever do that in the NCAA tournament. But like this is this is how delicate this stuff is. These mistakes can cost teams their season and everything players have been working for for really their entire lives, but at least the last calendar year can just be taken away by a bad call. I'm understand that bad calls can happen. It to some degree, it is part of the game. But Lordy, Pete, throwing a coach out of the game, not allowing him to continue to guide and lead his team because he pumped up the crowd, that official should be
0: should there jail. Should be, jail. 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 Sure. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> There's no other Montego Bay. Throw away the key. Yeah. Throw away the key. Uh, but you know what I do appreciate though, TJ? It's not just us anymore. We were trendsetters. We were ahead of the curb. Yeah. And... We
2: bashed officials before it was cool.
0: Yes. Um, but like I know the college game day isn't exactly the bastion of morality in the sport it's covering, but i love to see that they just spent 10 minutes on officiating the other day because it is that bad. Yeah. Like that's where we're at. Where I do think that like, since the one and done, the one and done did gut college basketball. It really hurt the quality of play for a while, but I think the transfer portal has actually helped it uh, helped kind of stabilize some stuff to where uh, it, it feels like everything's going in the right direction except for the officiating. Just please, for the love of Pete, love of Pete Sampras, fix this.
2: Yeah, just make it better.
1: How do you do that?
0: Pay them full-time. That yeah. was the way, that's the the start. It's, if a, you it's invet- a good question, Justin. If, but if you invest in your officials and you pay them full-time, because I think the biggest the biggest problem I have, Scoots, is that oh. a lot of these guys – Like, in the NBA, players know officials on a first-name basis. Mm -hmm. They work with one another, okay? It is all of their jobs to get along and work together. In college football, the SEC has SEC officials. You don't have, like, in basketball, it's all willy-billy. Like, Mm -hmm. you could get, I mean, I know that you can, like, apply to have certain ones taken off of your games, but for the most part, like, Pat Adams could go from doing ACC to SEC to Big Ten. Like, the, you should see most of the same officials throughout the year so you can develop a relationship. The problem with it is that they other one another so much, they don't treat them like humans. So that when they see a coach pump up the crowd, they immediately go, He hates, no, no he could not get the upper hand on me, damn it. You're out of here, buddy. Instead of, like, th- there's no interpersonal relationship within the two. So, I know that, like, yes, if you have a a terrible officiating crew, then you're going to hate them and not want to see them. But, like, that's how most – like, in football, you have crews that, you know, they rotate, you're going to see them a couple times a year. Like, that should be the case with basketball, where you kind of get to know who you're dealing with. You know how they're going to call your games, so you're going to know how to play. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest problem right there. There's no interpersonal relationship within the two other than you know that when TV Teddy Valentine's on the court, he's just going to be strutting his stuff.
2: And also, Justin, it's as simple as just train them better. Like where you spend and uh, pay them more, make them full-time employees, invest more into them. Uh, As far as I know, from what I've heard from somebody that, that is an official, they, they'll get grades and they'll get cards and they'll get reports, but it's more of like a survey almost uh, in terms of yeah. like, hey, here's what we would like to see and here's what you should do. It should just be it, like it's it, it, it so much rides on them doing a decent job, the players, the coaches. The fans, TV money, so much is riding on officials just not completely stinking. And far too often, we recognize and acknowledge their stinkiness. And that's a problem. That's a problem with college basketball. Uh, Always has been. Probably always will be, but you're right, Roush. I'm glad more national people are focusing on it. Just to, even if we got to a point, and this is probably going to be all we're going to get from it, if you just get the NCAA to acknowledge it and then <laughs> say they're doing something, yeah, will anything actually get done? Probably not. But if they say, you know what, we are going to make them full-time employees, then that would at least send a signal to me that they notice it and they're trying to make their product better. And that would make me happy. If, if if they decided to go that route. It would, well, just, just, it,
1: it just, would just be so much easier for them as yep. opposed to paying them on a game-by-game basis. Well, and
0: they're also, since it's not run conference by conference, they're independent contractors. And a lot of these dudes will just, like, spend five days a week traveling all over the country getting as many games as possible. Man, Which, like, you mean to tell me that that's, they're going to be on it? All five nights a week no way
1: well the one thing with referees that I've noticed and, and not just at the college level this has been at the high school level too a lot of them just need to check their ego at the door like this <laughs> yes, game is totally not true. this game is not about you this game is about the players on the floor your job is to officiate that and make sure it's a cleanly played ball game
2: I think that 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 gets so lost on them which is sad it really is your goal is to make sure a fair sporting event is happening between two teams. And then there's dancing and there's charge, you know, the most aggressive, powerful charge calls in the sport. They do and ones that they hop, you know, four feet to do their hand signals to. And they they, I think they forget why they're there far too often. Um, Anyways,
0: man, how about uh, us, though, giving some not just bitching and moaning like people think we are when we're talking about refs? We're providing solutions. That's what we do. Ones.
2: That's what we do. Hey, you've got about twenty minutes left to in vote in a very important poll on my Twitter page. Oh. There was an important thread on Cats Illustrated yesterday, and the thread title just said, "You're likely a cat's fan, but do you like cats in real life?" It said or and then the and then in the body of the message, or are you more of the canine persuasion? Um. Oh wow. So I wanted to put it out to Twitter. More of the canine persuasion. Right now, 69% of the vote. More of the canine persuasion. Nice. Thing is, I do like cats in real life, but I am more of the canine persuasion.
0: Yeah, that's true. So uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's tricky. Really like outdoors cats. I think, just think they're cool. Like Shrey cats? No, no, no. Like Speaking a cat of which, haven't that goes seen in and out.
2: Intern cat in a while. Saw it on Monday. Okay, that's good. Yeah.
0: Good to know she's, she's around. No, yeah, I, I like the indoor outdoor because there's like a chance, like, Oh, we're letting them out just so they can kill some critters, you know. Get back to their roots. Yeah. Take care of those mice. Maybe get a bird or two. And Duke says, he, he thinks cats are hilarious.
2: Well, you should get one. Yeah,
0: a little on the allergic side.
2: A little on the allergic side?
0: Yeah, like it's not like very bad, <laughs> but I think if I, like if I go around a cat, pet a cat, I'm fine. But I have a feeling if I lived with one, it would just, yeah.
2: You know. There's one type of cat that I'm allergic to. Don't know what kind it is, but there, what are you you've about? got a type. There, I don't know what kind it is, but there's been like there's a certain type of house I'll go to, and it'll just be like I'll start sneezing and whatever. I don't know what type Ooh, of cat it you is. You
1: don't you don't notice what type of cat it is?
2: No, I never usually.
0: see Okay, any cats. how many types of cats can we name as a collective radio show? Because I can name tabby, mancoon. Okay, oh, there's one never heard of. I could say tabby. I already said tabby. You're um, out. What's the um, okay? What are not, the naked cats? There's
1: calico. You got Savannah cats. Oh, oh that's a good one. Those things are like
0: real like. Oh, they're wild, huge. I like, want one animals. of those bad. Yeah, it would eat you. What <laughs> are we at? We had five. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's good for. Her <laughs> I think uh,
1: calico
2: tabby. I think that's all I could probably do. Is, is Egyptian a cat? Uh, Aren't
0: those the skin? skin oh, uh, the, Siamese. I can Siamese. Get Siamese. There, there you go. go. Yeah. We're Siamese, if you please.
2: Um, a sphinx.
0: Don't don't know if that's a... About... That's it. it's, it's, it's a cat. about Scratch? That's a cat. <laughs>
2: Scratch still around?
0: Yeah. Like the fun one? The UK put out Scratch. They were like, hit like on the photo when you see Scratch. And it was like a hodgepodge in the student section. Takes you a while to find him. Hmm. I, you know, normally I don't fall for those. So I'm like, you're not going to get me. But I was like, you know what? This was difficult enough. I spent enough time on this. You're getting my like, Kentucky Men's Basketball Instagram account. Along that
2: same mold, uh, big brother celebrity big brother is going on right now. And I tried it, couldn't do it, didn't care about the celebrities, didn't know the
0: ooh. didn't know really all of them, let's, but like three or two. Say, how big a celebrities is Lamar have? Odom's
2: on there? He's the only one that like <laughs> I've you know have followed for
0: a, a little ooh, bit ooh, of Chris his career. Chris
2: from SNL, I don't yeah, remember. he was he was kind of awkward to be honest with you. Um, and I think he got sick. I kind of stopped watching. But they had a challenge, which was, like, the hat shuffle, right, you know, that they'll do on, like, the Jumbotronic oh, games. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Easy.
2: This was the hardest one I've ever seen. It was awesome. I n- I never get those wrong. But, like, they were doing all sorts of different stuff. One of them they brought in, like, it was just three, you know, hats or whatever. And then they just, like, during the shuffle brought in, like, three more. And it was that, super crazy. Another one, they changed the colors during it, and that was weird. And then another one, they like that it, it started to the camera started to move. So you're like going underneath the hats and around them as they were shuffling. So, UK, point is, you can kind of start to get a little bit more fun with the hat shuffling games. You've really been slipping lately, they've been super easy.
0: Make it to where nobody can get it right.
2: That would be funny. Or just, like, make it kind of easy or, and then put the ball under the wrong hat or, and then just hear the collective groan from the you crowd. You know what
0: we should do? We should uh, make it more like, uh, damn it, I, I can't think of the name, but it's the hustle version of it. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. It's um, three-card money. Okay. That's, like, that's the hat shuffle game, except somebody on the street does it, and they are fast of hand, so they cheat to take your money get hustled. So we should have the video board hustle us to learn a life lesson and that way you don't lose your money to a hustler on the street. See,
1: I disagree because you all already have the half good court idea. shot which nobody, I mean, it's well, rarely hit. They won them all and then they started rigging it. Well, you got you got to have the game where everybody can win, make them feel good about themselves.
2: I I'm fine with every so often making it easy and then other times it needs to be it needs to be significantly tougher.
0: I have admittedly been hustled by somebody in 3 card money before. Oh.
2: Yeah. You seem yeah. proud of this. No, but it's not it's
0: not as bad as one of my friends who uh w- went up to Vegas and was trying to get more money out of the ATM because he knew he could win this game. And it's like, dude, you're just drunk like. Hmm. And no. What are you doing?
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's a
2: mistake. Don't of all me. the gambling, of all the ways to blow money in Vegas. <laughs>
0: card money. Yeah.
2: Well, anyways, what were we talking about? Cats play uh,
0: tonight. Yep. LS who? Am I right? We don't know
2: about Wheeler or Washington. Antigua talked yesterday. Friend of the, friend of the radio show, Orlando Antigua says,
0: haven't seen him. That was Did, good. Yeah. yeah.
2: That was good. I just, I don't win. When, when is a fan base? Did collectively so many folks become soft? Why would anybody ever care if a coach says they haven't seen them?
0: So I, I I just don't
1: get it. It like, was annoying
0: get... the P.J. Washington time because it was like, there was the first iteration of it, and we were like, what do you mean? Like, it, it, we were just so, so taken aback. I have since embraced it, but I think initially there was some like, damn it, is our best player going to play or are we going to stink? Because going back, that team, pretty darn good.
2: I feel that way right now heading into tonight's game. Like, I want to know if Kentucky's going to have a point guard or for the second straight game, no point guards. Uh, they were able to survive the first one. Would they be able to do it again? It would be tough, but I would like to know too. I'm right there with everybody. But there is a, whether or not we like it, believe it, we'd do it if we were in the coaches. Chair, there's a strategic advantage not to tell people how your team is dealing with injuries or not. There is a strategic advantage to keep the opponents in the dark. And if that means your Whittle fan base doesn't get to know, then a coach is going to do that every time. Not just Calipari, every time.
0: Yeah, I do think that that strategic advantage is overstated. Totally agree with that. It's I, it's very overstated It's like they're going to prepare for those players no matter what.
2: I think it'll probably be a, they will. I agree. And, you know, in this instance, it's a little interesting because LSU will be like, so we will pressure more? Grady and Mints a million times, but <laughs> yeah. if they have one of their point guards in, still pressure, but you know just. Be ready to get beaten or something like that. It, that there's a possibility beaten off the dribble that is not beaten in the game or beaten physically necessarily. Uh, so that's I agree with you. I don't think there's that big of an advantage, but th- theoretically there is.
0: I I think the biggest thing that uh, might be frustrating some fans is folks who are like, "Hmm, seven points. Feel good about that with Severe and Ty-Ty. Do I feel good about it with just Severe?" Do I feel good about it with Justin? Because I do have this. It's, it's, even though Cal let it slip the other night that it was, it was Kentucky's going to be short-handed, I have a feeling that might only apply to one of them.
1: If you have one of them, that's sevens nothing. <laughs> if you just going. one of them,
0: Jinxie Cat. <sighs> We've had a lot of Jinxie Cats on the show this week. That, that's why we're more of the canine persuasion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I maybe Justin. I like
0: how matter of fact you are, though. I mean, that's it. it's a joke. See, I, LSU, I,
2: I, a really good defensive team. Kentucky struggles against good defensive teams. I think they've only beaten one team ranked in the top twenty or top thirty in the in the defensive rankings. I, I saw that stat somewhere. Don't hold me to it, but I know, I know, I bet that number is low.
0: Uh, the Cats are. This is remarkable. Thirteen and fourteen against the spread this season. That's Thirteen it? and fourteen. Like almost so, five hundred. Yeah, yeah, Vegas wow. is all over them.
1: I feel like I've won a lot of money on Kentucky this year with their spreads.
0: Well, you know how to stay away then. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the trick. Finding the right spots. You got to pick your battles.
2: If, if there was a, I, I know gamblers want it. I'm right there with folks. I fancy myself a gambler myself
0: uh, here and there. Or a, a USFL bet, gambler. Bet, bet bet the ponies. Uh, no. See, that's a, that's a nickname for...
2: The Gamblers? The I didn't know that. Gamblers? We, we can talk about the USFL. The it, Maulers? We can talk about that here in a moment. Stallions? But even if there were some gambling rules like you have in professional sports where, hey, you got to let people know because there's money.
0: List them as probable. There, yeah. I
2: mean, that you could list them as questionable or, yeah. and say they're going to dress and they're going to go through warm-ups. What Cal's doing right now would not change if there was True. a professional gambling injury report update that you had to follow by. Because I do truly believe that if this was an NCAA tournament game, both these guys would go out there and play. It's not, so it's probably how much pain can you take? Go out there, run around, work out. Let's see how you look. How does it feel? How are you responding to it? There's still just the slightest bit of pain. We're gonna rest you then.
0: I do think ultimately, though, there is like, all right, we're tired of dealing with these stupid injuries, these nagging injuries. Let's just take a week off, guys.
2: I think that's exactly what we're kind of seeing. And theoretically, you know, it's already it's been a week. Kentucky played at Tennessee on Tuesday. That's where some folks got banged up, and then. Uh, they they played that Alabama game shorthanded. It was an interesting night in the SEC.
0: The um, you mentioned those defensive numbers earlier. Ken Palm LSU is ranked third defensive efficiency overall.
2: Yeah, and very good. So it's a they're 18th totally,
0: overall. Cats are second overall.
2: Even though Alabama was ranked, this is probably a tougher matchup without your guards than Alabama. Even and. Yeah. Again, if if we would have known Alabama was gonna hit fourteen threes and whatnot, then we would change maybe that that analysis. But especially Grady and Mintz, this is gonna be this gonna to be tough. They're gonna to have people in their face. If they're gonna to have to play forty minutes, I actually do have a little bit of a take on that, but we can uh save that for a break because we need to get to one here soon. So we'll we'll continue to talk Kentucky LSU. You get you ready for a game that
0: starts in what? 13, and 13 and a half, and hours. A half hours now. We're getting there. Keep on ticking clock.
2: Over half a day away. It's all right, though. We'll get you to at least 9 o'clock, and then from there, you'll figure out a way to make it to tip off. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, oh. Justin Kalin. We'll be right back.
0: Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Got the be the king.
2: I remember how it all began. I used to sing dirty raps to my East Side fans. Famous last words, but looking, because we're in Indiana and you're legally allowed to bet on the side of the river. Providence minus two, giving two to Xavier. Providence at home. Xavier, not that good of a team. I don't get it, but I'm gonna take Smell the bait. It does, and I've somewhat made a trend of when it's really, really stinky to go with the stink and not follow my heart. But Kim I can't. Pom, I,
0: Kim Holmes calls it a two point game.
2: I can't do this one
0: though. Actually, no. Providence. I'm
2: taking Providence. I'm taking the stinky bait. I'm not. I'm not fading into the stink. I'm taking the bait.
1: Taking the two or the money line.
2: Minus two, and it's minus one hundred five. Money lines minus one thirty. Oh,
1: they're at home. You too. kidding me? Yeah, they're at home. You might as well alternate it up to 2 I'm going, and a half. I'm going
2: big bet on it. Oh, I'm going, I'm, 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 I don't get it. Xavier's not
1: good, and they're especially not good away from home. It was for me. It was like the Auburn Arkansas line last night. That was a joke. The fact that that was a pickum Arkansas. Or yeah, Florida Arkansas. Yeah, sorry. Florida.
2: Florida was up. Florida should have won. I know that score ended up being eight points, but Florida, gosh, they, poor Castleton. That Appleby guy, he is not good. No disrespect to him. Shoots a lot, though. But he is not good. Poor Castleton. He needs to get out of there.
1: Seems like Appleby's been there for
0: a long time.
2: I think you're thinking of Applebees, and they've been around for decades. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Not not very good either. No. Service, very bad. It's It's fancy.
2: You think maybe it was just the Applebee's you went to that had the bad service, buddy? No, no, no. You don't need to slander all Applebee's? The the one
0: that has since closed down in the Highlands was, like, you would show up. It was half-price apps and half-price drinks after, like, nine or something. You would need to show up and be like, all right, I need two beers and an order of chicken wings as soon as you sat down or you're there for three hours.
2: I loved that one. That one had great service, went all the time.
0: Great service? Uh-huh. And you went all the time? <laughs> all the time. Then you didn't You didn't go all the time if you think that place has great service. I went all the time. Notoriously had, bad service. And
2: they had great service, and it was a lot of fun. And they had, like, all the, you know, they had, like, Atherton memorabilia and stuff like that. It was
0: eating good, there was, and it was in the neighborhood. There's so many Atherton alums there, just clamoring.
2: Now if I want to eat good in the neighborhood, I've got to go to Salsaritas. And that's actually been a blessing for me. Quesadillas, burritos, tacos taco salads
0: yeah, chips queso but you're now addicted to chips though
2: that is true i am wild i'm addicted to their wildly addictive chips and it's a problem we've been talking about this for a few years haven't I haven't I haven't found chips. the help that i've needed for cuz i don't think i want to i don't think i want to find the
0: help you know what it's it's not all addictions are bad you could be addicted to fitness
2: i can't tell you how many krc listeners have just found me in the corner at Salsarita. it's just in one of my benders. <laughs> just go into town
0: it's got chips, Have the chili Have beard. the
2: chili powder sauce on my fingers, everywhere, all over my face, Justin. <laughs> you know, if you ask him to give you it on the side.
1: I have a, so I got smart last time, or I didn't get smart. Last time they brought me, I asked for the seasoning on the side. They brought me a whole souffle cup, like filled to the brim. The lid could barely fit on. I just on. love
0: that he calls it a souffle cup. Because that's what it is. Who calls it a souffle cup? If you work in the industry, that's what it is. Oh, oh. <laughs> But yeah, so I've got not a condiment cup, a soufflé cup. I've got. Have you ever had a soufflé, Justin? No, I don't even know <laughs> what a soufflé is. So I mean, like a soufflé is like a, a Pretty large thing doesn't it have to rot. Like yeah, like I'm.
1: Oh. I don't know. These are always uh, these are called soufflé cups. Mm, interesting. You got two ounce ones. You got. Four-ounce ones? Which, if I remember
2: way, correctly, I think a souffle is a baked egg-based dish originating in France in the early 18th century combined with various other ingredients. I, if I remember, I think it can be served a savory main dish or sweetened as a dessert. Oh, I think so. So there you go, Justin, in case you didn't know. <laughs> Give me the savory.
0: I... Uh did see that Salseritas was just giving money away yesterday, too. So, download the app. Go mm-hmm. to Salseritas. They do that they give all you money. the time.
2: Yeah, they do it all the time. Two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Um, all right.
0: Good Applebee's discussion
2: to uh, to start this segment.
0: How about some uh, coaching carousel conversation?
2: Yeah, we'll keep talking. UK, LSU, we'll get to this Thornton's text line, which I've kind of peeked at here and there. It's made me laugh a time or two. Coaching carousel. UK needs an offensive coordinator, Roush. Yep. We're sad.
0: The job opening has been posted, making it officially official. Um, and uh, yesterday, got a candidate out there. And I'm pretty sure he's, uh, he's one of the uh, – he's the one I think folks are talking about the most. Seems like the uh, – I don't know if you would say the top option, but he's certainly – Going to be talking with Mark Stoops here soon if he hasn't already. That's Rob Calabrese from Calabrese, a uh, Calabrese from uh, the New York Jets. New York Jets quarterback coach uh, for the last year. He spent the previous two years working with the Denver Broncos as a quality control analyst. You might remember his name from the COVID game where they had to play a scout team receiver at quarterback because the entire Broncos room got COVID. And they wanted him to play quarterback, but the NFL wouldn't like let the Broncos sign him. They're like, hey, we have this analyst, former quarterback. He knows our playbook. Can we play him? they're like, no. You've got to play your scout team quarterback. Hmm. We will not postpone your game, even though we've postponed a lot of games. It was a very weird situation. Uh, but, yeah, he so he's got three years of NFL experience, all working for Shanahan assistants. Uh, the first one actually hired him as his first college job. So kind of like William Cohen, he spent some time as offensive coordinator at the FCS level uh, working at Wagner, whereas uh, Cohen was at Maine. Uh, And the guy who hired him at Wagner, Rich Scandarello, also hired him at Denver, and now he's the quarterbacks coach for the 49ers for Kyle Shanahan. So... The Shanahan principles are all there. They run similar stuff. Right now, the Jets offensive coordinator is the little little four, Michael four, Matt's younger brother. Um, So there's all of that McVay, Shanahan kind of flavor is in there. And from my understanding, the reason why this guy is in the mix is because Liam is like, hey, you all should go talk to this guy does a lot of the same stuff, same philosophy, terminology, like.
2: So this was his recommendation.
0: That's, that's my understanding. Now I might be, I, I could be off base on that, but that, that was kind of what I heard. So, um, do you feel like this is going to be the guy? I kind of do. If, if they go in that direction, thirty-one years old, young guy, very young yeah. guy.
1: Like, I mean, if it is him, it's definitely an upgrade because I would think Kentucky football is a better job than the Jets or Broncos.
0: Oh, he might have a better quarterback next year yeah. than he did last year. Absolutely. Zach Wilson stinks. Yeah, uh, but I, I appreciated like knowing the reaction from Jets fans. It sounds like they they like him. He's a young guy, good-looking guy, bright future. Um, and Zach Wilson progressed throughout the year. So they're like, Hey, if he can make this guy solely get better, might be worth something.
2: There's a part of me that thinks like, wouldn't it in a perfect world, wouldn't it be better to go get somebody more established with more experience? Somebody that's potentially called plays in college football before, maybe ideally in the SEC. I know you can't just pick the perfect candidate, but this almost, I'm not saying I feel this way, but I think an opposing fan base or a rival fan base could make this take, and I'm not sure what we would say in counter to it, but this almost seems like what a group of five team would do. Hey, let's just go see if this NFL guy that's got a good pedigree, let's just go see if this guy will work out for us or not.
0: Well, I would argue that his resume is better than Liam Cohen's when they hired him. You think so? Yeah, it's just the Jets stink. So, like, you don't put him on such a high level. But, like, he's been at two different spots. Liam had only had one. He's in much more prolific positions. I don't think Liam – Liam, I think, was always an assistant to title. He's a straight quarterbacks coach. And he has two years of play calling experience where Liam just had the one at Maine. So, the resumes are strikingly similar – um, but I think he's just a little bit younger. But uh, the the, the diver- having two different locations and being an, a legit quarterbacks coach, uh, the way that Luckett phrased it, I think, really sums it up well. When Kyle Shanahan guys get a chance to be an offensive coordinator, they've hired this guy. So Scandrello was with Fangio. We had a couple Italians at Mile High. They're like, we want this guy to be. We we want this guy. And then when LaFleur goes his own way from Shanahan, he spent four seasons with the 49ers as the offensive coordinator, says, I want I want that, need this guy as my quarterback's coach. So, And if you're also thinking, like, I think another way to sell this too is you get a quarterback's coach from this tree and then you get the offensive line coach from this tree too. Yenzer's getting paid, that makes sense. I think, 200000 more than what Wolford made last year. He was set to end up make about the same this year. But you're paying him a little bit more. And I, I think here, something I didn't really realize is that when Gran was, you know, running the damn ball, Shorman did a lot of, like, he did some of those run calls. It's so like, all right, we need to give Benny the ball, and so I'm like, all right, let's let's do this. Okay. Let's run this scheme. And I think that's kind of the mindset that they would have with Yenzer, where you would give him some more like run game coordinator. Actually, does mean this guy's going to call some run plays too. So I think that's where you would get a yin and yang right balance. You're just going all in on running the Shanahan stuff.
2: Okay, it is a young guy, not a ton of experience. I think you answered my, my one question pretty well. I guess the second one would be, what if UK's offense should be pretty good this year, Roush? Yep. What if Calabrese comes in? Things don't really skip a beat. The offense is solid. UK has another nice season and then UK's right back in the same position again because an NFL team's like, all right, well, worked out for Cohen and the Rams. Yep. This kid, he's got a good. We like to, like everything you just said, we like his pedigree for all the same reasons. He can do it in the SEC. Let's take him. And then UK's getting a, what, fourth new offensive coordinator in four years?
0: Well, I, I think you would say, okay, well, that was awesome. Like, thanks, buddy. Um, but I think if this hits. And you could see Mark Stoops pulling this off in back-to-back years. I would have faith in him doing it three years in a row.
1: But that's what I was talking about yesterday. That's what is that what you want to get into? That's, yeah, sure. If just a same, new OC every single yeah, year? Yeah, but it,
0: it doesn't – It the man might change, but if the scheme is the same, like I, th- that would be my worry more so with Dan Mullen. To just um, – I know we talk about him more than he matters in this coaching search. But – from uh changing things up and all of the hiccups that come from new offensive scheme like I, I if you hired this guy when he if he showed up to spring practice next week like Kentucky is doing what they would do if Liam Cohen would be at practice i don't i don't think there would be any sort of dramatic changes whatsoever
1: but uh, can you continue to get guys like that though is the thing like is that you would think that's eventually going to run out, guys that well, are coaching the same scheme and same way. The
0: thing is, there's so many, like, all the NFL teams are hiring Shane and McVeigh guys. I think of the 32 teams, probably 20 of them next year will be doing some version of this offense. So, well, yeah, that might eventually be a concern. For the immediate future, this this might just be the the thing. The pro-style offense is just, Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay guys running offense. Kind of crazy. Yeah. And it all, this was the first it year that wild. one of them got a Super Bowl, too. You know? And everybody wants to run their stuff, though. But hell, NFC Championship games. Well, all that, a lot of those.
2: All that we've guaranteed today is that Rob Calabrese is not going to get hired. Because we just talked about him for sounds like Oh,
0: yeah. We spent way too much. Uh, uh, Jinxie Cat's back. It sounds like a sandwich. I was going to say it sounds yeah.
2: like a salad. Isn't there a Calabrese salad?
1: I thought there was a Calabrese sandwich. Yeah, it does. It sounds like something.
0: The, also, there is a Rob Calabrese from New York in our Derby League group. Caprese salad. Caprese, Caprese salad. salad. Yeah, Caprese uh, it's salad. what Michael Scott I
2: promise it. you I'm not going to be able to pronounce salad, uh, salad names.
1: How many salads can we name?
2: <laughs> <laughs> List off Wednesdays. Well, there's Caesar. Greek.
1: Caprese, uh, Cobb, House. Don't forget uh, your uh, Cobb. That's a good one. What's it? The pecan. Pe- oh crap! It's There's my the Lexington salad. salad. It's like the blue cheese pecan.
2: Okay, well, blue cheese, pe- blue cheese pecan. Everybody knows that one. And blue
1: there is pecan. a there is a caprese sandwich, by the way. Okay. <laughs> good. Got All right, a pretty good on the salad. Learning. there,
2: everybody. I think we left a few off, but I
0: think we did. Pretty, pretty, pretty solid.
1: Oh, you got Wedge. Don't forget Wedge.
0: Oh, yeah. That's annoying, though. You got to cut yeah, it that,
1: Those salads suck. Yeah. When would you expect
2: maybe uh, an announcement? I know they have to post the job and do that stuff, but you, you could always get those tweets of, UK expected to hire blah, blah, blah. Won't be official for a couple of days, but everything's set in stone.
0: Still thinking Friday-ish. Of this week. Yeah, or Monday of next week. I think one of the two.
2: I think there's something positive. I think you can spin something positive. Maybe a little too much spin zone. I think you can spin something positive over the fact, hey, you are replacing a couple offensive linemen. You're going to have to replace the best wide receiver in school history. You do have plenty of experience returning, but you're going to have a new offensive line coach and new playmakers of wide receiver. And now a new OC, there could be something to be said about like, hey, the new pieces and the new coaches can be dragged at times by the returning players of like, hey, here's how we kind of done things and this is kind of what works for us, while also those guys implement their ideas as well. Kind of like you're bringing in some new people, but you got the experience to hold to to keep the foundation steady. Yeah. So it may not be the worst time giving that – but it's it's never a good time to lose an offensive coordinator in late february no, but but no. there would there would be a spin zone you're getting a new offensive line coach you're getting a new OC your playmakers in the passing game are going to be relatively new and then you're going to have to replace a couple important pieces on the offensive line but you're going to have the same quarterback you're going to have a lot of the same offensive line pieces you're going to have the same running backs tight end room going to be healthy so it is a healthy blend of new yep with the experience that took a huge step last year, I think the only concern was, man, if you could just keep Cohen, though, mm-hmm. you just felt like nothing was going to skip a beat, but and you you just keep
0: you keep improving. But man, having that quarterback piece, though, like Will Levis was on the third team to start camp last year. That's true for six days or whatever it was like.
2: Yeah, that's a great point.
0: Just having him yeah. and, and like him being a like he's not a rah rah guy, but he's certainly in that leadership role. So important. I know we, like, give the national media hell because it's like, well, there's returning quarterbacks, so they think that they're going to be the best team ever. But, like, there is a lot of truth to that.
2: Yeah, and if it is Calabrese, then, like you mentioned, it'll be a huge benefit day one. Be like, hey, here's your starter. This is what went well for him last year. This is what he needs to improve on. But there's not a quarterback competition. You don't feel like you got to rotate guys in. The Joey Gatewood stuff, Joey Gatewood, it's his job to lose. He had a great week of practice. Uh, you don't have to deal with that stuff this year. It's his, so, yeah, you're right about that. So there are some positives to be had in what is otherwise not an ideal situation. But Roush thinks potentially Friday, but you wouldn't want you wouldn't want to wait long. This is important. You're getting to a really important time of development, building, growth. And that spring practice, which starts what next week?
0: I think. I mean, we still Tuesday. Uh, UK, like we—they've hired two coaches. We haven't talked to any of them. Don't know. Haven't got a spring game announced. Oh gosh, yeah, you're right. Like we, it's just, can we do? Come on, let's let's, let's get going. UK. I, I guess they could say license. like,
2: well, you know, we've been They're busy
0: recruiting. Just come on, let us talk to Mike Stoops. Damn it, he got hired in January.
2: Have you asked anybody at UK if we can have anybody on the radio show?
0: Um, I can.
2: One of the new coaches—they've sometimes done have done that. Not usually before they've had their
0: press Ooh, conferences, but could at? be worth a shot. Oh yeah, I mean hell, Yenzer was on the Jack Sunday show.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. Good point.
0: Yeah, but we can't just do a Zoom press conference. Like, what's what's wrong with a Zoom press conference? It's easy. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Can I? Um, you mentioned uh, we were talking just having Will Levis back. It's important. It's a big deal. Um, Brad Crawford, who I just love to take shots at because he's a South Carolina guy, he, he 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 got me to click, and I knew it was going to be inevitable. He did a quarterback rankings in the SEC spring practice. Will Levis ninth. Who are the eight ahead? Spencer Rattler is fifth. he's Spencer Rattler ahead of Stetson Bennett. Dude, who won a national championship? Okay. All right,
2: <laughs> then it's not even worth giving attention.
0: Him yeah, and KJ either. Jefferson are basically the same person, and he has KJ Jefferson as the second best quarterback in the Southeastern Conference. Like, what, what do you? Uh... That,
2: that, like, there's clickbait and there's bad articles worth discussing. But when you're that trolley, it's not really worth it. Yeah,
0: it's great. Yeah. I, I will say the uh, quarterback play should be pretty decent this year if the new places are kind to... Like, Zach Calzada at Auburn, he's probably going to stink. But um, Jackson Dart, though. Like, dude had a lot of promise at USC. Can, can Ole Miss be what he needs... Let's hope not. ...to be successful?
2: Are we going to hear anything about Texas and Oklahoma joining the conference? People, when all this kind of went down, people did say, like, it's not going to be until there. it won't be announced that just, they're joining the SEC... For the, like, it'll be a quick departure, and it won't be until the summer of 2022 or spring of 2022 until you hear that. So, technically, I still think we shouldn't have – like, you don't want Texas and Oklahoma being like, hey, actually, we're leaving this year, and then they go into the Big 12 tournament and just get hosed by the officials. Or kind
0: of like um, USC and all, you know, where they're like, we won't let them play in conference tournaments. No. So, and, you know, yeah.
2: really, you can make a case, maybe it even wait till after baseball season, which goes even longer. But – are they gonna join? Because if they're gonna join, we're gonna to have to get new schedules.
0: I always thought that they so, were going to join this year.
2: Everybody everybody that was in the know be... Yeah, said that. Like this is they they will pay the buyout, there'll be a settlement, they'll move on, they're not gonna to wanna to dilly daddle. When are when are those other teams supposed to join the big twelve? Like Cincinnati and the,
1: those groups.
0: I think they are not this fall but the next. Like I think Cincinnati and UCF have one more year of the American, and then they're going to the Big 12.
1: Yeah, I thought I remember it was going to be 23.
0: Because in in theory, the Big 12 would have, I think, 12 teams. for They, they would actually get back to 12 there for a year or two if okay. Texas and Oklahoma stayed
2: in. This is interesting. Cincinnati and three other teams will join the Big 12 conference in the near future. They're slated to join no later than the 24-25 academic year.
3: No so that either. almost
2: seems like the Big 12 is like, hey, once Texas and Oklahoma leaves, y'all come on yeah, in and right, we'll we'll, right. we'll make the money work for all that stuff. That's probably why they have that wording is because they don't know exactly when it'll be, but Texas and Oklahoma are on until 24-25, so you all are technically on until 24-25, but I expect all that to go sooner. But I want to start looking forward to UK's football schedule, but I just feel like it's going to change, so I don't want to... Have to start worrying about Ole Miss and all that stuff, and figuring out travel plans, and if I'm going to get to go to that game. When I don't know if it's actually going to be on the schedule the or not. Rush. would it
0: be? You're like finally going back to the Grove, eleven years later. We're back. And then <laughs> no, no, no. Kentucky was in the Grove when we were in college. 2011, I think. It was either 11 or what? nine. One of the two.
2: That's- I don't remember that in 11.
0: It was either 11 or nine.
2: Gosh. I
0: don't I remember it in chat.
2: 2009 either, but also would have been in college then as well. I just don't remember those football games.
0: Well, they also... techie wasn't great, you know, so... Uh, it was, yeah, 2011, 30 to... Th- nope, that was in Lexington. My bad. Um, 2010, excuse me, <laughs> uh, vacated was to sure. Ole Miss, which that doesn't take away the... It doesn't take away Kentucky's loss though. Kentucky lost forty two thirty five. I'm taking it away with Mike Hartline and Co.
1: Yeah, Ole Miss doesn't get the win. Yeah, Kentucky doesn't I don't get really, the loss.
2: I don't, I don't remember that
1: game.
0: I don't really either. Part of the reason why I hold on to that is because that was Drew has a story about parting with a mini horse that night. He ended up with like a mini horse in Oxford. Yeah. Yeah. So that Drew. What a rascal! That's <laughs> well, probably pre beard Drew too. Pre-Beard Drew just looks like such a child, too. Every time you see an old picture, like,
2: whoa. A little baby. Who is that? Text her on the Thornton's text line, 5024141450. This was on my ESPN app homepage. It was a big article, and it was Billy G and how he wants to put Tarleton on the map and win a championship.
0: Ooh, what? A, what is the Tarletons? Isn't that a fish? Tarpon, that's, that's what I'm thinking of.
2: Tilapia. I feel like a lot of jobs – well, I don't know if it's going to be more than a regular year, but there's going to be a lot of openings this college basketball season, whether or not that's every year. But it seems like a lot of coaches, a lot of places going to go in different directions. When is Billy G going to get the call?
0: The Tarleton State Texan
2: Rodders. Jeez, what a perfect spot for him.
1: <laughs> My roommate looked at me last Paradise. night. We were watching that uh, Villanova-UConn game. and What is it? Colin Gillespie? He looks at me and he goes, That's gotta be a uh, old Gillespie's son, does isn't it? I was like, Yeah, no. <laughs> Gillespie, no. kind of a popular name. Uh, <laughs>
2: old, old Gillespie never never settled down. And I think both the I think they're spelled differently.
0: Yeah, Billy's, Billy's got a I,
2: Gill is pie. People still spell it wrong. Um and then I think Colin but I'm not a hundred percent sure about Colin Gillespie. He's awesome. He's so good.
0: He it's weird seeing like a six foot four guard working the post, but he does that. They,
2: they, it, it's it's gonna be bogus if they're in Philadelphia for their region. Yeah. And unless they're a one, obviously at that point, then you do it, but they're not gonna be a one. Two even a two is a little slimy.
0: Like three they should not be.
2: Three, no no
1: doubt. Like but I get I
0: mean, no if chance. you're one of the best eight teams in the country, you should be able to get is
2: that really fair for the one-seed Arizona to have to go well, play? but at a... that
0: point, it's four versus seven. Like, it's going to be a tough game no matter what, you know? So, like, yeah, like, just.
2: But you could theoretically also just put Villanova in any other region as a two-seed and not have to worry about that. Yeah. I Two, I'm kind of with you or I don't know which way really to go on it. Three, get the hell out of here! Absolutely no. not, no chance. You should get a geography preference of that magnitude. They'd never do it for Kentucky and Louisville as a three seed or as a four seed.
0: Right. So, get get out of here. Yeah, right. we'll see you in St. Antone with the Texan Riders.
2: But it'd be te- it'd be tough. I, I I've got I still have kind of my my list of things I don't want to see in the tournament for this Kentucky team and a well coached team with a good point guard is not at the top of the list but anyways hour one done hour two we'll talk more Kentucky versus LSU will they be without Ty Ty Washington and Severe Wheeler and if so what does that mean for the game we'll read more of the Thornton's text line keep them pouring in 502-414-1450 you're listening to Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio roll TJ Walker Nick Roush and cow. Justin Throw your hands in
0: the if a true player to
3: the honeys, get your money, play your fellas like dummies, Oh. Uh. I love you you me big cop, uh. You got a gun up
1: in your waist, please don't shoot up the place. Wow. Cause I see some ladies tonight that should be having my baby, bag. Uh, baby. Over? You say over? I
0: ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call.
1: Nothing is over until we decide it is!
0: With Walker and Rosh.
3: We're just getting started, bro.
0: <laughs>
2: Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalin here on your Wednesday game day. Cats take on LSU in 13 hours, under 13 hours. It's going to be a late one, but hopefully going to be a good one. And cats really can't afford a loss. I mean, they could technically, but wouldn't wouldn't be good for seeding. Not great, Bob. Even shorthanded at home, you got to take care of business. Arkansas, Tennessee—they won last night, so they're nipping on your heels. A win tonight would—not that it's a surprise to anybody—but a win tonight would lock and clinch a double bye in the SEC tournament, and Kentucky wouldn't play until Friday. Down in Tampa. We know that's gonna happen regardless, but it would officially officially seal it. But in terms of seeds one through four, nothing set in stone for for UK. And they could win tonight and lose at Arkansas, and boom, right there. Arkansas's the two, Kentucky's the three with the way the tiebreakers work and whatnot. So cats need to take care of business. We don't know if they will be shorthanded or not. But we do know Roush; they will have Oscar Sheboy.
0: Oscar, what a badass! Future yeah. Player of the Year. Yep. Ooh, I forgot to make that bet yesterday.
2: Justin said it's down to one minus or plus one fifty.
1: Yep, you already missed some
0: juice, Nick. Well, I got it at plus mm.
2: one forty, and then I came back and put big, big bet on plus one seventy. But I was reading more on this yesterday. He's going to win, folks, and I hate how like good I feel about it because there's part of me that just wants to go put more money on it because it just seems like it's free money. It's not announced until Sunday of the Final Four, so not until April.
0: Yeah, that's that's the it's long-term investment. I
2: haven't been able to confirm if they take postseason games into consideration.
0: They're not supposed to.
2: They're, are you sure about that?
0: I would
1: think no. they do. I
2: know. reached out to two people that have been covering college basketball a long time and they did not know. They were like, admittedly I don't know, and I didn't blame them for taking the time and looking it up.
0: I mean, but usually, how many times do we go into this and, like, it's not kind of clear by the time the postseason starts?
2: Most of the time, you you know. Yeah, it's like a, it's, like, it's it's not like we I go
0: down to the wire with this award very often. But also, if somebody's crushing it in the NCAA tournament, like, it probably we're crushing it in the regular season as well. Like, I'm sure there's a. I don't think you just have a Kimba Walker moment where they're making a run through March and all of a sudden they're national player of the year. Somebody else is going to, was probably national player of the year and Kimba got most outstanding player of the Final Four.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Few stats to make you even feel more confident about Oscar. His biggest competition is Kofi Coburn, which we said yesterday, Oscar and Kofi. How are you going to give it to Kofi when Oscar is so much better on the glass on a team that's ranked higher? Blah, blah, blah. Oscar, I think, has 21 double doubles in what, 27 games? Kofi has seven. What? Yeah. He has seven. And that's... Oscar is on pace to be the first player to average 15 and 15, at least 15 and 15, in. Over 40 years of college basketball.
0: It's that far back? Yeah. That's crazy.
2: Like, you can't not give the guy that is breaking an over 40-year record player of the year. Johnny Davis has awesome numbers. He's an amazing player. But his team's not that great. Wisconsin's a good team.
1: No, they're not a top-five team.
2: They're not a top-five team, and he shoots a lot. He shoots a lot to get his numbers because – He's their best player, and he should shoot a mm-hmm. lot, and he should get the ball a lot. But he is shooting at a, uh, what, 45% clip, and with how much he shoots, that's not really all, that's really not that terrible. Oscar's at 60
1: Granted, Oscar's shots come a lot closer to the basket. But. That's generally
2: how bigs versus guards yeah. work. I do mm-hmm. agree with you. But points are points, right? Sufficiency. Field goal, yeah, field goal percentage is field goal percentage. Well, f-
1: and for me with Oscar, it's not even about the points, really, if we're being honest. It's all about the rebounds. How many times has this man grabbed more than 20 rebounds in a game this season? There's been a lot. Like, there's, <laughs> there is nobody in the country that has been more valuable to their team than Oscar Sheboy. Where is Kentucky without Oscar Sheboy? Let's ask ourselves that.
2: Well, if it's Lance Ware as the backup, then not, not in a good spot. Lance Ware plays hard, and we all like Lance. He's hilarious, but it's uh, not, Kentucky's not a top top
1: five, top ten team. You could argue that Kentucky's not even the top twenty five. I mean, they they likely would be, but yeah, you don't know. You with, you'd, you'd, with you'd, Damian Collins and Lance Ware, yikes.
2: Yeah, so. He's got you, you. Take into consideration the fifteen and fifteen over forty years, and the fact he just has the better numbers. Seems like he's gonna get it. So just trying to get some KRC listeners some money. Don't blame me if it doesn't happen because I feel so good about it. Again, probably, probably end up will not happening.
1: Probably gonna bet it again today. <laughs>
2: Just every paycheck, really
1: just put a little bit into it.
0: It's like a four hundred one k contribution.
1: I did so interesting news though that Kentucky bet I placed for the national championship at plus fifteen hundred. It's now down to eight hundred. Oh. Yeah, I've seen that. Big yeah, stuff. If, you,
2: if you wanted good UK national championship juice, uh, you you've missed out. I think Kentucky's plus two twenty to make the final four too, yeah, which is uh,
0: so bad. It's not good juice. No, yeah, you can bet UK uh, money line every game leading into the final four, and it's probably
2: as much as I think Kentucky's got a great chance to to get to New Orleans. Yeah, I'm
0: not. It's such bad juice. It's
2: not. It's not. It's not great juice at all.
0: Juice. What's your favorite juice, Justin? Apple. Oh, should oh, we name wow. the how many? Yeah,
1: how many juices can we name? <laughs>
0: Orange. <laughs> I feel like apple juice. I only consume Pineapple. at a hotel. Do you just go up to the juice yes. dispenser mm-hmm. and just like?
1: Oh, uh, and we got up? we got our machine set up where it dispenses. So they're they're set up where it dispenses juice and water at the same time, but our like water is way lower than a lot of places. So oh, our juice is...
0: A, oh, it's so sweet, so good. So much sugar. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's sugar IV.
1: And anytime I need some energy, I just go drink a cup of apple juice. Most people
0: get coffee, I get the hotel's apple uh, I juice. I just get straight diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're
2: planning to file a bill in Frankfurt that would legalize sports gambling. Wow.
0: I'm just a bill. <laughs> Capitol Hill. How many bills can we name? <laughs> bill Walton. Uh. Oh my goodness! I'm liking on Bills. Yeah, no I, child left behind. Bill Bill, Bill, Cosby. Bel-
1: Bill Belichick. Oh, that's.
2: <laughs> uh, let's see here.
0: One other Bills.
2: <laughs> Adam Koenig. He says that I'm not going to leave here until I get it done. He's, oh, he's uh, from District 69. Nice. Nice. Three years ago the study said twenty two point five million. I think the conser- I think that's conservative, frankly, especially with other states outpacing their projections.
0: Oh, as far as money the state could take from tax revenue? Let's see. I think it'd be much higher.
2: <laughs> Stupid. Yep. Just get it done. Just do it.
0: All right. Hey, now our boy Thayer. He's nobody's a bigger fan of sports gambling. Yeah, Thayer. Come on, put it to the floor. Let's vote. It's never been voted on, has it? I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. I don't, but I could definitely be wrong. Don't think they that. even get to entertain it out of committee.
2: All right, something to keep an eye on there. Let's get. Uh, let's keep an eye on this Thornton's text line. Remember to stop by at Thornton's on your way into the office today or at any point. Fill up, become a refreshing rewards member, download I got that a
0: app. Free coffee yesterday. Nice. Good yeah. for you. They've got great coffee, I hear. Fantastic stuff, coffee. And, uh, I'll always get the gas that's five cents cheaper. If they have a gas there. It's higher octane. Cheaper. Just get it. I think it's uh, 88. Unleaded 88.
2: Is that good for your car? Yeah. As okay. long as
0: you've got um, a car that's like 2001 or newer, you can use it. Boom. You're welcome, listeners. Thornton's Texan on 502-414-1450. Do you think Gonzaga will ever move out of their conference? Because it's kind of ridiculous. I uh, I appreciated – so yesterday you read off their quad wins, which they must be getting some in inflation in that West Coast Conference. Because, yeah, there's something fishy. Yeah, because when a texter listed their Power Six teams on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook group, they've played five from the Power Six, and that's even – the AAC. Well, did they not include the Big East? Oh, well, yeah. They're, so, seven conferences. Texas, Duke, UCLA, Alabama, and Texas Tech are the only teams they've played from that group, and they are three and two in those games.
2: <laughs> Barely over 500. That's
0: basically what – Like that's Kentucky's last five games of their schedule has been teams like that. Top 25 power conference teams. It's a crime against college basketball that they get away with this. It. it... And you and yeah. you and I know that like I'm you know I'm I'm tired of beating the Jawan Howard like that story it's annoying at this point but like Mark Few had a DUI and got a one game suspension and Howard's got five games was what Howard did any more dangerous than what Mark Few did Hell no and nobody like Mark Few skated clean as a whistle through that clean as a whistle.
2: Yeah, uh, the, the, I don't know if there's another coach in college basketball that would have had less coverage over something like that. Uh, obviously, if it was Calipari, it would just be it would be everywhere. Um, but Especially not really totally video. related to Gonzaga's yeah. resume necessarily. No,
0: but. but just like you get away with things because you're in the Pacific Northwest and you play in a conference nobody cares about. So there's like one month, the month of November, it's like, ooh, Feast Week. Gonzaga's playing somebody good. Let's tune in. And then you see him again in March.
1: They've won 16 straight games by double-digit points. The only good team in that stretch has been Texas Tech. It's incredible. I mean, they are just blowing out that conference. They have
2: 13 wins against Quad 4.
0: That's the lowest because there's only four quads.
2: The next closest in in the net ranking. So, Gonzaga's number one in the net. Partially because they do have nine wins against quad one and quad two somehow. Nobody knows how. They're number one in the net. The next place you got to go to get a double digit team that has double digit quad four wins, uh, Alabama has zero quad four wins. It's pretty impressive, actually. You have to go down to number <laughs> 20. 20- none of the bad teams. You have to go down to number 26. And you guessed it, folks, Murray State. So no team between number one in the net and 26 in the net even has double-digit quad four wins. And Gonzaga has how many? They have 14. Good God. 13, excuse me. I, would think, I don't know when they play again, but I'm sure that number will improve to 14. I would think those
1: 13 quad four wins would outweigh the nine, one or two wins.
2: Goodness gracious. 13 of their 23 wins are against quad four teams and their number one overall seed, number awesome. one in the AP, number one in the net. What, am, I, am I missing something here? Oh, but they've
1: got no quad two, quad three, or quad four losses.
0: <laughs> what was
1: their they've the, only
2: played three quad two or quad three games.
0: It'll be the
1: same as it is every year. Early exit for the Zags.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. Well, except last year. <laughs> no, they didn't win at all, did they? I don't know. Or, Suck it. Not really going, an early exit. 17. <laughs> Can't win the big one, Mark view Can't win the big one. Wild nope. in common with Dan McDonald. He's too busy drinking.
2: Oh. Texter. Scoots.
0: Coming from you. <laughs> crack. He was just at all-you-can-eat Crab Night. <laughs> he, I mean, Mark that, Few, that's this this under.
2: This is Yeah, this is an underrated KRC storyline. Justin <laughs> didn't watch an IU game because he got too drunk at, at all-you-can-eat Crab Night. <laughs>
0: I love oh, my life. That's so damn funny. <sighs> love my life. Hey, but you get Friday off. That's right.
2: And then you need to quit with the smack talk to Trevor. What do you mean? I've, he gives I've it right back. back. You, 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 just a friend to friend. It's never good smack talk to say I've got a better life than you.
1: No, he was talking all his crap about how he didn't want to be an Indiana fan, and I said I'd rather have my life than yours. That's it. That's not smack talk. And he started it by talking smack, talk about my team. He did start it. He del- he always he
0: always starts it with you. But, but Justin, all, all, why don't you just retort back about his basketball team being terrible? Yeah, because like the, I know how that feels you, you when went, people
1: are constantly throwing that in your face, and it
0: sucks. Yeah, but you it's went just, nu- you can't go nuclear on him. Yeah, you went nuclear. Yeah, well, okay. You, di- you did paper rock scissors, and you went with dynamite. So you just I w- ruined the game.
1: I was in the middle of a broadcast when that whole text chain was going on. So I was just <laughs> I was just trying to fire off a quick response. Sorry, it was the wrong one. You you don't need to let a U of L fan bully you about IU Athletics. I mean, if that's what he feels like he needs to do, then that's what he's going to do. It is what he feels like he needs to do no, and, and it should. is what he does. You need to say, "Listen here,
2: pal. I'm starting to think U of L is not going to get in this NCAA tournament unless they win in Brooklyn." That's what you tell him.
1: I don't care if you if U of L could win the ACC tournament, they might still keep them out. Well, if they don't finish <laughs> strong,
2: they're going to have to. It's starting to look grim with their resume.
1: Twelve and fifteen. The cards.
0: Oh man, twelve and fifteen. Uh, I was listening to the Mike Rutherford show yesterday, and there wow, was. Wow, you some...
1: listen to some
2: big X programming. Wow, wow. this is a big day, big day, big, big day.
0: day. But they they were having the hilarious conversation. There's zero people on Louisville's basketball team averaging double figures. In points. <laughs> I heard that. Too. Zero. That's pathetic. And Trevor was just scrolling through the oh my sports reference, and they couldn't find a year where there wasn't at least one. What, There's got, usually at least like two.
1: <laughs> he got back to like, what, 1946? 19... <laughs> yes. Something
0: <laughs> crazy. Gosh. So bad.
1: Texture on the Thornton
2: Stex line says... Cats coaches are wanted by the Super Bowl champion Rams. Cards coaches are wanted by the Ram dealership. Suck at cards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a great time. Reminds
2: me of like 2004 smack talk. Oh you know, that's yeah, that's like something that's like a parent's dad w- or a friend's dad would say to me. Oh, like parents' uh, dad. Well, maybe that
0: too. One year, I remember. I it was like 2013. F- no, probably 14. And uh, I was having some smack talk at the lake with a family friend, and he said the only bowl that the cats are going to is Shively Strike and Spare. That was that, <laughs> that was that was a pretty good one. Like, <laughs> Shively Strike and Spare been been closed for many years.
2: Uh, Dexter says, "How long until Scooch calls Juwan Howard a thug?" Long time.
1: Don't I don't really throw around the word thug too often. Good,
0: you should not. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mainly because I'm not sure. Of what it means, I think the I think the meaning of the word thug is has changed over the years.
0: No, P- people I think get it's... people get
1: really caught up on the word thug.
0: Yeah, well, that was big on um, like if you watch the uh, Pistons, uh, the Malice at the Palace thing on Netflix, that was very popular in the early two thousands. Is like this thug mentality and blah 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 blah. Like that was a big catch all phrase that kind of by
2: definition a violent person. Especially a criminal.
1: So, Jawan Howard does not meet those.
2: My, would you call trying to punch somebody in the face violent
1: or not? Yeah, but he's not a criminal. That's true. It says especially a criminal. Oh. I'll call him a punk. Okay. Jawan Howard's a punk.
0: Yeah. <claps> but you'd say it to his face, too, wouldn't you? Promise. How big? He's like 6'11", right? Yeah, he's a big guy. Oh, he'd kill me. Yeah. Pipsqueak. And that's when Greg Gard like, went to stop him. It's like, man, Greg Gard is tiny, and then I realized, like, no, Traumon Howard's just huge.
1: And hey, guard's probably six foot, six two. You think
2: six foot is huge?
0: I, I love mean, it.
1: I'm five foot six, so yeah,
2: I'll take it. <laughs> Woo!
0: Oh man, for so, this is the time of the year where a bunch of uh, like high school freshman and sophomore football recruits start following me. Oh boy! And uh, just had a five seven kid follow me who says his nickname is Tank, which. <laughs> Got to be ironic, right?
2: Well, tank. You, they're small tanks. Like, com- is he like really muscular? Could be tank.
0: Yeah, but you can't. Small,
2: five, seven, compacted. Dude. What if he's listening right now?
1: Maurice Jones-Drew was that size. He yeah, made it work.
2: He turned out okay. Turtle was small. He was tank it, tank like. Were turtles the initial tanks?
0: Mm, I, I mean, they do have their shell. Some uh, battle armor.
2: Oh, who won that horse race last week?
0: Uh, Epicenter. How does As,
2: Run Fast Andy do?
0: Not good because that's how bad.
2: What about the Russian tanks?
0: Oh, very bad. Oh, yeah, They are <laughs> yeah, really bad. Yeah. Russian tanks, really bad. But yeah, Epicenter, uh, wire to wire, the Derby favorite now because he just kicked that much ass in the race. Wow. Yeah.
2: Is Fast Fat Andy going to be in the Derby?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hey, I mean, he came in fifth, I think. So oh, maybe geez. there's a. What a bum. Maybe he can get another race. Probably not, though.
2: Brian Brom will get Roush's vote for Sportsman of the Year if he gets hired, but he doesn't vote for Kentucky coaches.
0: <laughs> That's
2: good text in the show.
0: Nice callback.
2: Yeah, they, 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 they got to tighten up their, their parameters for voting. To beat the college officiating dead horse even more, Dan Hurley got a technical tonight, and moments later, he decided to hype up the crowd, resulting in a second technical and ejection. Someone put old sweaty Bruce on alert. Nobody likes hamming up the crowd more than him. Yeah, we talked about this in hour number one. Mm -hmm. Remember, you can listen to Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call, and boom, leave a rating and review. Mm -hmm. And the podcast, Roush, brought to you by Cornbread Hemp.
0: Big night for Cornbread Hemp.
2: Oh, yeah. That's yeah. A good one.
0: You get the nightcap. It's hard to wind down after the game. So enjoy mm-hmm. a little cornbread hip at halftime. And then by the time the game's over.
2: I'd go underrate TV timeout.
0: Oh, you go that way? Okay.
2: Yeah. You don't want to. Because you don't want to have to. Like fight off. You don't want to have to, to fight to the, the cornbread fight adrenaline. It's a losing battle for both. Mm-hmm. You won't get the full benefits of the you want to wait till like you know things are kind of when it sets in the game's over and then you can relax the most that'd be my advice but you're gonna love it folks i'll tell you yep. how much
0: all organic cbd full spectrum cbd um go to cornbreadhemp.com they'll give you 30 off if you use that promo code big x at checkout cornbreadhemp.com 30 percent promo code big x 30 off at checkout try some today
2: a texter on the Thordens text line says, ignore my earlier criticism of Hurley getting ejected. I take it back because hot take Torres tried to roast a UK fan for saying it was embarrassing for UConn to storm the court. He said UConn fans are just mad we lost to UConn in 11 and 14. Another dumb take and a long line of them for him. Hashtag suck it, Torres.
0: Man, I got Torres. He, uh... God, it's such a bad, t- like everybody gets dunked on for storming the court. The one last night was ridiculous.
1: UConn is a top twenty-five team playing the number eight team in the country. What are we doing?
2: If an IU fan is criticizing your court storming Torres,
1: you you cannot. If you are a top twenty-five team playing another top twenty, actually playing anyone, you can't storm the court. And uh, the 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 person, so the initial this all started because
2: Torres, for like the one thousandth time, has said UConn is back. Yeah. He al- anytime UConn wins a semi-meaningful game, UConn U- back. U- UConn's back. And then when they lose in the tournament, it'll be like, we saw that UConn has taken strides next year. They are going to be, you know, it's always like UConn, 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 whatever. But you can't say UConn's back and then their fans are storming the court because they got a big win over a, a team that's not even in the top five. So that person that responded to him was right. He came back with the, yeah, U.K. fans are salty at UConn. UK fans will comment on court stormings all around.
0: Yes. Oh man. See, and the thing is, too, is Torres doesn't do the back thing, like ironically, either. He's very genuine about UConn's backness. Me, everything's back all the time.
2: Back to the text line?
0: Back to a break.
2: Wow. <laughs> Ib. Night Shyamalan Breaks twist. Back. We'll take one more break. We'll come back. We'll finish up the Thornton's text line. Give our predictions for tonight. We talked about some X's and O's in our number one about the game. We'll come back. We'll do more of that. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and
3: Justin Cale.
2: stay out of my way or you'll pay listen to what i say how about
0: i just go eat some
2: hay i can make things out of clay and lay by the bay i just may what do you say
3: in my shoes my toes are busted my kitchen says my bread is folded i got a good job at the
2: dollar store welcome back kentucky roll call here on big exports radio 96.1 fm fourteen fifty a.m tj walker nick roush justin kalin fun show today Appreciate everybody that has texted in. Feel like we, as always, are forgetting about a few topics, but whatever. Um, Let's do our official predictions on if UK has their point guards tonight.
0: I'm thinking no. On neither. I think we're gonna get one more Grady game.
1: Wow. I would say the same. Yeah.
2: All right. I'll say one place. Which one? Which one? I'll say yeah. Wheeler Place.
0: Wheeler. Hardly newer.
2: I oh, don't know, though. All right, there's your official Will UK's point guards play.
1: Wow. Wheeler's got to get back on that assist. You know, we, we go. got to be different. I'm saying both play. <laughs> both of them. Okay, well, one of them. us will be right.
2: Well, I guess technically, what if Washington plays and Wheeler doesn't? Oh, man. <laughs> All right, that will be the house. Then the house wins. Let's get back to this Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Purdue! Welcome to the club of irrelevant games going down in IU basketball lore. Justin, get your fans together and be better than this. Also, I'm a podcast listener and I'm disappointed that you said you'd drop IU fandom if the next 32 years reflected the last 32. If I had a lifetime of Billy G as my basketball coach, I'd still say forty and zero and be a delus- delusional UK fan till the day I died. Have some pride and show some unre- unrelenting stubbornness for your team, JK. Yeah, 47. come on. No, so- totally disagree with the texter, Justin. Come on over to the Blues.
1: No, I I was being facetious when I said that. I would never really drop IU fandom, but I don't know that I believe this texter. If Billy G's the head coach of Kentucky, that every year you're going to be all hyped. Get out of here. Now, not if you all are going ten wins every season. You'd want to jump off board, too.
2: Hey, Billy always made it to postseason play. No way. Yes, 2-0, and made it to the postseason. One year the the play, and then the N- okay. NIT. Okay, gotcha. NIT year <laughs> wasn't fun, but I, I personally, what? as a high school senior, had fun during the NIT run. Was that the Robert Morris year? No, no, no uh, that this was, 2013.
0: was uh, Perry Stevenson dunking oh, against New Mexico at Memorial College. UNLV. Here? Yeah, man, what and a weird, what a weird moment. Kentucky
2: beat Creighton, and on the road, that was a big one. And then it all came crashing down in South Bend, Indiana, where so often it does. The mm. NIT quarterfinals, I believe, it, New York was right there for the taking, not to be for the Cats.
0: Nope, wasn't meant to be.
2: Darn you, Jody Meeks! Come back one more year. <laughs> Graduating in May, and this will be the highlight of Indiana basketball. Oh, uh, and this was the tweet that that texter accompanied with it. Graduating in May, and this will be the highlight of Indiana basketball for us. And it was a clip from the Purdue win. A night we'll never forget.
0: Ah, you beat your rival once. Gosh, it's pathetic.
2: TJ and Roush, be honest. Were you guys nervous about a new producer, Justin, joining the show, taking over for Trevor? For instance, what if Justin was extremely stubborn and disagreed with every single take of yours? At that point, would you pull a Stephen A. Smith and talk to Douglas behind the scenes to get him kicked off? Let's hear it. I love texts like these. Same.
0: In fact, I I wish Justin was more stubborn. That's true. Yeah. There are a lot of times where I can be more stubborn. Damn it. Put your foot down, Scoots.
2: I was thrilled to get Scoots on board because I knew that he would show up first first and foremost.
0: we knew uh, Justin from the Morning Madness days. and he does. He does. I knew he'd he, he do a good up job. To a Six a.m. radio show. He can show up to a seven a.m.
2: Yeah, I knew he'd do a good job. I, I kind of agree with Roush a little bit. Justin, sometimes wish you were a little bit more takey, but I agree. I, I feel like sometimes you also just well, don't want to step on. I think you you're you're not doing it out of a a laziness or unwillingness to talk, I think you just don't want to step on the conversation. Well, and I've
1: always been that way when it comes to just disagreements in general in life. I kind of, I'm very submissive and I'll back off real quick. So in, in radio world, it's, it's taken me some time to get to that point. I'm, uh, if I'm being honest, I'm a little upset that I'm not there yet, <laughs> Um, but one day, it'll come. You'll get there, buddy. Yeah.
0: It's as soon as IU gets good and you can get some swagger back. And I'll so talk all the 16 ish. years from now. Yep.
2: 2062. <laughs> I noticed Justin played 22 by Taylor Swift yesterday on podcast. Justin, the next Pauly D?
0: Looked just like him.
2: It was Tuesday.
0: Everybody have a good Tuesday, by the way? Yeah. Do anything Tuesday fun? I had uh, at least two cocktails last night. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You've really
2: been on a bender here lately.
0: Uh, you know, die. cheat week.
2: Next, tu- next Tuesday, I'm back at it. Oh, man. UK Ole Miss game.
1: Should we cancel the Wednesday show now? <laughs> maybe maybe, yeah, maybe a,
2: a from home show. It's a, seven, it's a 7 o'clock game. It'll be an early bedtime. But I'm excited about it. Have a nice big frosty drink. Texter says, all right, Roush, what's your hot takes on who ends up being the OC next season? Well, listen to hour one of the podcast. And
0: we've had a lot of segment two coordinator hot takes. People were saying we were disrespectful to the culture of Kentucky football by saying Dan Mullen could be a candidate. So, there, you've had plenty of hot takes. All but right. uh, the 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 latest name, Rob Calabrese. Salad
2: and sandwich. Still need to make Dan Mullen say no. Nick's favorite band, Sunday Best, with a new song release. Oh, God. The next texter, different texter, by the way, TJ, thoughts on Sunday Best song?
0: Haven't heard it. Wow, I thought you were their number one fan. I never said I was their number one fan. <laughs> I like them. You weren't waiting for this release at Redmond's? They
2: they played it at Redmond's?
0: I'm just being facetious. I would assume so. Isn't that the only place they're allowed to play?
2: Oh, no. They they play other places. Alright, uh. buddy? Uh, it's called Walk by Faith. Justin, why don't you pull it up and just play a little bit?
0: I'm sure it's great.
2: Why don't you lose your sarcasm, <laughs> grumpy Gary? <laughs> Probably is great. Yeah. It's rich that you give out music takes, and one of them is that Sunday Best isn't good.
0: It's uh no, nope, it's a very affirmative, confirmed take.
2: WKY post WKYT posted an article on Facebook about Central Bank Center, Rupp, and the Lexington Opera House will soon no longer accept cash for parking and concessions. Gosh. Whether you agree with this or not, the comment section hilarious. People have some very strong opinions about cash. Yes,
0: apparently. and I'm one of them. It drives oh, me insane. Oh like gosh. just take my money. I'm trying to give you money. This is legal tender. Take it.
2: What about a card?
0: I just want to pay with cash. I like paying with cash at venues. I don't like
2: just Well, you know why they're doing
0: this? Oh, they're using COVID as an excuse.
2: Well, I'd that, sure, that was sure, their excuse to make this transition. They're doing they're doing this because they just it's easier to track card payments than it is keeping up with cash. Yeah. Well, I would much rather pay them l- cash. Cheating, doing stealing, doing that stuff. I I, I don't know is it really that big of a deal to have some people with cash what
0: bothers me is oh. that i am the guy who at a big event like this don't want to wait in a long line and if i've got cash that place is like i you'll find a shorter line if there's a cash line normally yeah and i agree people with that. like it just it moves you have somebody
2: with a card that doesn't work or you'll have somebody that doesn't know how to operate the little machine that doesn't yeah. work i'm i'm with you about the cash i, also I don't would think be it's a,
0: very anti it would if like if it was me working it, I would be mad because you're less likely to get tip somebody with change from cash than you are from a card. That's true. Drink if you get two drinks and it costs twenty five bucks, you know you'll you, you you might give them the extra five. You're not gonna do that with a card purchase, especially when they chip on tax. You'll be like, all right, a dollar plus whatever bullcrap change was on that.
2: Parking's sure. a weird thing not to accept cash for.
0: Cause especially it's usually like a 20. Ah 20. And all right, that I, line will get long as well, too. Jar, I need our
2: Midwesterners from Pittsburgh all across the rest the west of the Midwest. Tell me about High V grocery stores. Are you all familiar?
0: No. I have not.
2: Hy-Vee? Yeah, I think it's I think it's based in Iowa. Hi H I or H Y, excuse me, dash V E E. Huh i never heard of those. And their first location is going to be in Fern Creek. Wow.
1: All kinds of grocery stores coming. We're getting a Publix, too.
2: Yeah, Publix starting to pop up. Is Kroger losing their grip?
1: Wow. I, the think, gr- I thought I heard Kroger was building a new location here in Louisville, too.
2: Tell you what, I've been a big fan of the fresh market over on Brownsboro Road.
1: You want to hear this preview best, of Sunday Best or no?
2: Best Macaroons. Yes, please do. All right, let's hear it. Best Macaroons. Best Macaroons in the city. What a snob. Suck it.
0: Okay. Yeah, Let's bang it. Let's slap the box. <laughs> oh yeah, this is sketchy. Uh, some box slapping. There we go. A lot of skill in that box slapping. Really soothing. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I feel like I need to listen to that when I'm going to bed. Wait, wait. Where's the song? Where's the song? That's the only preview I could find. What no. about on YouTube? Let me see. You
0: did you didn't YouTube? God. No,
1: I did look on YouTube. It's not on YouTube. The <laughs> and the only video I can find is them like in a studio actually singing the song.
0: Well we're what what that, <laughs>
1: That's what we're looking for. We're looking for the song, Justin. No, like in like a news studio. It's not oh, like it's not like real. Like a news station. Yeah. Alright, here you
2: go. <laughs> it's the first thing on YouTube. Do they know what it's like oh. to fear?
0: Great box lesson. <laughs> Do they know how bright they're shining? Go to the I middle am. of the song.
1: That is the middle of the song. That's terrible.
0: This isn't the middle of the song. Oh, you hear that slap? That was a good slap right there, Teach.
1: Yes, it's. This is the middle of the song. (laughs) I'm out of here.
0: This sounds like (laughs) something that people would play at like um, a big like Sunday church with like all of the yes, like thirty. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah.
2: That that didn't sound like a great song. I'll (laughs) I'll fully admit, just a little too slow. I like Sunday Best when they've got a li- when they're a little, when they're jamming a little
0: bit. <laughs> Those, he really gets a slap in that box.
2: It was a little too slow, but I got to listen to the whole thing, so I'll, I'll wait to give my final take. But Roush, incredibly disrespectful, incredibly disrespectful.
0: Texter wait. says, "There's gonna be once upon a time where we're gonna we're gonna end up running into Sunday Best, and it's gonna. <laughs> I'm not backing down either.
2: Well, you shouldn't be rude or be a jerk. I'd be fine." It wouldn't be fun to be mean. Oh, no, I'm gonna be mean. No, you won't be.
0: Like, sure you won't. I'll, I'll bring out a shoebox. You wouldn't like it if some guy came up studio. to you
2: and was like, "Roush, your podcast is terrible."
0: I've had people tell me that all the time. Not all the time.
2: <laughs> and secondly, no. Just you before. Don't. I don't know if and nobody's come up to you and said your podcast is terrible.
0: No, they say your radio show is. <laughs> and That host, that guy you're with, is an no, idiot too. <laughs> they, that's
2: really backfired. <laughs> <laughs> A texter says, "Who at KSR was tasked with finding the hottest pictures of our possible OC candidates?"
0: That's the only picture of his on Getty Images, but like I'm sure that guy just doesn't take bad pictures.
2: Calabrese.
0: He's a good looking guy. He
2: better looking than Cohen.
0: He is the best looking. Like he could, should be in modeling. Suits being single, is guy. this
2: a good strategy for him?
0: Do you really want exactly? Do you
2: really want to have somebody else be the hottest guy on the staff?
0: we rough. Oh, yeah. I was trying to mention that earlier. There's a guy with the same name from New York in our Derby League. We don't know who he is. And we're like, wait.
3: Is it him? Could it be?
0: <laughs> and like his email address is like at agency. So like maybe it's
1: <gasps> Wow. Yeah. That's so, pretty exciting. W- so we've got
0: the in. It'd be very funny if it's like, oh, Kentucky offensive coordinators in the Derby League I have with my idiot friends.
2: Probably not him. But I guess
0: you never know. There's a Rob and a Bob. Maybe they just like horses.
2: feel like we take the L tonight if Wheeler and Todd are both out. If so, I think we win at Arkansas, assuming they both play. I, I think the Arkansas game is going to be a loss, as much as I hate saying that, especially a few days in advance. It's no so tough to guard. Kentucky, I, I don't know who Kentucky will have or won't have, but I don't think there will be any chance if you don't have Wheeler and Washington. If you have one of them, maybe. That at-Florida game. If Kentucky takes care of business at home the rest of the season, which they should, including tonight, you can drop that Arkansas one. That one at Florida, though, if Arkansas can win at Florida, a lot of these other bad, te- bad teams have won at Florida. You should be able to win at Florida. That's the one I'm looking more at. But that's uh, about 10 days away, so you got plenty of time for that one. Who wants to be an official, though, says one texture. No matter the call and the heat of the game, someone's going to complain. Players, coaches, and fans don't respect you. I would love to be an official, but not for the praise or the boos, but just because basketball's fun and it's fun to be around and it's fun to to be a part of. And I just want to do it to show that, like, it's not that hard to do a the, decent
0: job. The, the ones that, like, I feel bad for officials at, like, the high school level that have to deal with idiot parents who don't know how to act. Those are the ones I feel worse for right now. And those are the where we need officials the most. Um, and the, at the high
1: school at the high school level, coaches fall under that tree as well a
0: lot of times. Yeah, but like you're you're you know you're gonna deal with coaches who are bloviating. It's the I saw a video of some dude in, like, Eastern Kentucky run on... Like, he was in the middle of the court just, like, screaming at this official. It's like, what are you doing? It's not... It's not how you're supposed to act. People just get really
2: caught up in the moment. Uh, That being said, though, like, people take... And I'm texting, I'm not saying you're doing that. But people will take that as, like, well, you know, we can't criticize them because you don't need to be mean to them. They, They handle it so wrong. I think, for the most part, humans and people are understanding and we can be forgiving as well but you, they they act like these officials are holier than thou completely untouchable mm-hmm. if a coach even mentions that they didn't like the whistle they get fined so it, it just it, it's really needs to be fixed we do this every single year Summer rolls around, we stop talking about it, the new year starts, nothing's been changed, nothing's been done, rinse and repeat, and we're just in that cycle again. Texter says, Officiating solutions have the NCAA take over no more conference-only supervision. Make them be held accountable publicly, publish ratings, grades, media availability in some way post-game, pay them more, lessen the number of games they work in a week, and finally get rid of the block charge rule. All, all good
0: ideas. Some of the, some of which we mentioned here as well. And paying them more would not like force them to think that they have to work five nights a week. That's a lot. It's a grind. College football refs—they're pretty decent. Once a week. I know that's how the sport works, but like, you know, it's manageable. This really isn't. A texture informs us that calico cats can only be females.
1: Oh, how about that? Surely that's not true. I think it is. Although I did have two calicos as a kid, and they were both female, so <gasps> checks out.
0: Yep. Ooh, TJ asked Torres since he was there during the UConn UK game at MSG. My brother is at that game. If he remembers UConn fans fist fighting or dog cussing UK fans, uh, and old in the concession, young
2: young UK fans, young and old in the concession areas all around the arena. Wow,
0: second worst environment I've ever been in beside behind IU for the watch shot. Most racist and ridiculous game I've ever been to. Never go back to Bloomington.
2: Racist? I wonder. And and I wonder how so. Um, I probably won't ask Torres that, but I did hear <laughs> that uh, through my brother that that game was pretty nasty. I heard that too. From I think
0: Tyler was at that game, and she had some people were being nasty. Yeah,
2: but this was. I mean, I'm sure Kentucky fans probably played a role in it as well. This was like Kentucky's comeback year. Everybody was super excited about it. They were serving beer. Sure, it was just a rowdy crowd all around. But, yeah, I've had a couple encounters with some UConn fans. It's just kind of that Northeastern elite douchey. Well, they're better than you. Yeah. Yeah. And they know it. Cal's secretary told him that KSR was making fun of the fact that he says he hasn't seen the players. He turned it into a joke. Now it's forever a dad joke for him. Doy. Yeah. Of course. Once Cal caught wind that people were getting annoyed by that. Oh, he just was, steering it, into the yeah. skid. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm.
2: he'll do that with a lot of
1: things as well. So I believe that was a Homer Simpson at the end of the text, by the way, TJ.
0: Don't. Don't. TJ, you wanted to keep Eddie Grant so your thoughts on coaches don't hold much water. Wow.
2: That's fair. Uh but I but I still don't think the win is really all that different if Eddie Grant's oh. the offensive coordinator. Oh, I mean, well, at worst, I would think like you win eight games instead of ten.
0: Here, here's some feedback I got on that article from uh, Robert on Twitter. Did a little research. Absolutely nothing to be impressed with. Quarterback at UCF, one season, replaced, injured, end of career. Low-level Broncos assistant, Jets quarterback coach. Not sure how this will work. I love that his his injury and in the end of his career as a college quarterback makes him a bad offensive coordinator. I didn't see the text. It was just uh, a tweet in. It oh. Amused me because I I just in general love coaching search like reactions, positive or negative, because they're always very over the top. <sighs> Fun times. Texter the Thorns text on if this Calabrese guy leaves next year or in two years, chances that Woodward might be able to take over. Uh, yeah, and that was a conversation having with Luckett yesterday. If Cohen goes another year at UK, you could. Having Woodward just step into that role would make a lot of sense. Timing just, just probably a little off in that regard.
2: Scott Woodward looks like a Civil War
0: veteran. Oh yeah. He's got that General Andrew Luck or you know, that Twitter account. Look. <laughs> like he's seen the big net
2: he has seen some crap. Like, yeah, because he, he's
0: he's kinda skinny, you know, and got the big beard. <laughs> I mean, look at that picture. <laughs> Comb over. Oh yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. What do you have attached to your computer? It's a USB.
2: A Texter, five zero two, four one four fourteen fifty six. USB. Drew's story with the mini horse was in Starkville.
0: No, it was in Oxford. He ran into Dexter McCluster that night. No, because Drew doesn't have anything good to say about Starkville.
2: Couldn't that be the couldn't that be the story? Uh, well what I don't know the story, so but this uh, seems pretty I, easy to prove one way or another.
0: Yeah, no, it was because uh, McCluster was back on campus, and he ran into Minnie mini horse and McCluster. And what stuff. are
2: you going to do if it ends up being in Starkville, though, and you were wrong?
0: Egg on my face. Should we call
2: him? <laughs> yeah, go ahead and give him a call. Give him a call, see who it is. John here. Let's go. Good game day morning to all. I am a little under the weather this morning, but the Cats are going to add excitement to my day by winning by 11+. plus. Also, guys, my previous time, I won a prize through the radio station or any time in the future that I win from here on out. Don't worry about sending it to me. I'll just make a day to come visit you guys and pick it up. Just hold on to it until I get there. We'll got to go talk to you later. Our winners yesterday were Hunter and Connor did a random draw. Uh, So, John, actually, you and Keith, bad odds, bad luck, more than anything else on that one. Uh, Hunter and Keith, you just got to come to the studio and pick up your prize. John, good to know. It's very nice of you. Um, we owe you a shirt. I think we maybe owe you Salsaritas too. And then we need to do the picking between Albo and and some people. Maybe I'll just give some people a free entry into my Spread Madness pool. And then yep. you get a chance to win like, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars. That's what I do for Lucket as a
0: gift. That's a nice, uh, it's a nice gift. Maybe it you is. You could give your uh, co-host.
2: Not giving you two dinguses <laughs> anything. Have you started setting that up by the way? No, I was going to do it this weekend. Okay.
0: Virginia before, money line before you get back on yeah. on the wagon. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Virginia money line tonight, boys. I think so. Hashtag
0: duck. Yeah, oh. duck fook. Yeah, I was, was. It's like you little, can get away with saying
1: that. A little little word. That was gonna be, the that gonna be
0: difficult, though.
2: I don't know. I don't know. I'm a big. I think Duke's really good, and I hate saying that. I think their backcourt's not amazing, and that will end up being their weakness, but. They're given four and a half at Virginia. Oh,
0: they're at home. Yeah, it's a 7 o'clock game. Sure, let's do it. Virginia money line.
2: Virginia beat them in Cameron, so there's a sense of Duke will come out for blood. I'm staying away from that one. My bet of the night is Providence, the Fry Guys, Ed Cooley and the boys. I like them giving two points against Xavier at, the, at the dunk.
1: I'm with John. I like Kentucky by 10-plus.
2: Any cat attacks?
0: Meow. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
2: We'll get close. Cornbread hemp after the game. You guys don't stay up an hour after the game to listen to Matty Bang's game analysis between telling his audience that he missed three-fourths of the game because he was doing ESP in the Ocho radio and starting some unnecessary drama over nothing. It's must-listen-to radio.
0: Somebody really (laughs) just wanted a roast Matt. (laughs)
2: Sunday Best is a band that guys used to act like they enjoyed because it meant a better chance of getting with a member of the opposite sex. Or you're Alan Young. I think he genuinely enjoyed Sunday Best.
0: <laughs> wow. Boom roasted. Alan I, Young. Liked,
2: I liked I Sunday Best, and it wasn't because I thought it would have a better chance of getting with the opposite sex. I don't think they're really like a – I don't know. I do know a ton of girls that like them. So, I could see some guys being like, exclusively, yeah, I like them too.
0: no girls that like them.
2: I'm a guy that likes them. So, it's not exclusive for you.
0: Stand by what I said.
2: Guys, Hyvie is right up my alley. I lived in Louisville and now in Des Moines. Hyvie, far superior. It's
0: pronounced Des Moines.
2: I wonder if that's Shannon O'Bannon. Isn't she in Des Moines?
0: No, nah, she texted in later. She's in Omaha.
2: Oh no, yeah, she's she's that's right, correct. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. If I wanted to listen to someone slapping a box, I would get on to Ava Adams. Only.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just can't believe you just finished reading it.
3: <laughs>
2: we must move on. Is it wild that I saw Tyler Childers open for Sunday Best? Oh, gosh. Really?
0: What a that weird... That is wild. Yeah.
2: Where'd you see that?
0: I bet that was... We're just
2: talking to the text line at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even... <laughs> Close your eyes and imagine this this wonder. Sunday Best, live from the South End, you cover Roush's above-ground pool and have them perform over the water glorious. <laughs> Oh uh, <laughs> V has a welcome smile in every aisle. Nebraska has a ton of High Participated in a Wacky Wednesday in High V while I w- was being built in the mid 2000s. Happy Hump Day, Shannon O'Bannon. Oh wow, <laughs> that sounds
0: like a great time for <laughs> a, a place for a Wacky Wednesday. That sounds
2: terrifying, actually. In like wacky a Wednesday. half-built
0: grocery store.
2: Yeah, That'd be fun. That'd be better. Uh, it, it would be better once it was filled, and you'd have all the the goodies inside <laughs> Food to eat. eat. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We gave our predictions on who's playing or not tonight. Let's do uh, a little bit of analysis. Give me your predictions, how you think it unfolds. We'll start with our friend, Scooter Dingus.
1: All right, so I'm going to keep it rolling because I've been wrong on the last four. So give me LSU by two tonight, Sixty four, sixty two. He just say that
0: he liked the cat. He did. You're all over the place. Jeff. This is the jinxy cat he coming into yeah, play. He said it was an
1: easy win. My last four predictions we've done on this show have been wrong. He, so. he
2: said if one player was gonna play, it'd be an easy win. And then he said both are gonna play. And then he just tell us you to win.
1: So Kentucky wins. You're welcome. <laughs> he
2: did say if one player would win, play, it'd be an easy win. Yeah. And then the fact he says two. Yeah. Maybe that's throwing things off. Roush has tears coming out of his eyes after the Ava Adams comment. <laughs> I just started reading. Didn't stop. I, I, I'll i take Kentucky. I have no idea. Obviously, nobody really does. Has any idea if Ty-Ty or Severe playing. I'm just splitting the difference and saying one's going to give it a go. I think regardless, Kentucky should win. If neither one play, I do think it's going to be a close game. I think it'll come down to the final 2 minutes and I think Kentucky kind of guts out a win. Uh, and I'll say that score will be 71 to 69. If you have one or both playing, I think it's a more comfortable win and I'll go 80-70. Two score predictions based on wow. who plays, who doesn't play. But but I I do. I think it's going to be I don't think it's going to be a cruise cruise easy win. But if you're going to be at the game tonight, be loud. Nine o'clock. I'm not expecting the best atmosphere, but the, the gang really needs you.
0: Yeah, they really do. But uh, I think it is going to be point Grady, but unfortunately not 7 threes tonight. Going to be an ugly, frustrating game that ultimately goes LSU's way. 65 63 Tigers.
2: Boom. Jeez. I don't like this.
0: No, TJ,
2: I don't like it one bit. It's
0: good. We're not good at predicting. Well, if games. you all
2: actually really do, I mean, the LSU money line is great value. For a team that has already beaten Kentucky once, and maybe playing like them seven in a row without their no, remember we we debunked that yesterday. They've lost one in a row, but they had won three or four straight before then, oh, okay. and then they had lost like seven out of eight before then. Ah. So overall, yeah, not and they're not that great of a team. Kentucky wins. There's a revenge factor for UK as well. Don't let these goobers get you down. It's going to be cat attack time. Enjoy the game. We'll be back tomorrow to talk all about it here on Big Exports Radio. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. Thanks for all the texts into the show. You all were hilarious. It's
1: like this. So just chill to the next episode.